Oh, that one didn't go to air, did it? <laughs> well, uh, that's my evil genius laugh, Tom. Rawdon, I think uh, we're alive. We've survived it. A little bit older, and we yeah. might actually need to tap into some mm. anti-aging mm. uh, Pepe Le Pews. Well, good uh, segue, Tom. Yes. So we'll have uh, Jean Francois. Jean Francois. Jean Francois Tremblay. JF. JF will be on the program today. He's uh, one of the world's foremost authorities on peptides. Mm. And we're just going to hone in on a few specific compounds that mm-hmm, are sort of mm-hmm. readily available and readily used as anti-aging What did you mechanisms. look at me when you said anti-aging? Referring to us both, Rorden. I mean, no, ca- you looked at me and, 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 and squinted your eyes and said anti-aging and pointed at me. Well, look, Cam's been up in the Daintree Rainforest. He's relaxed. He's, he's young and youthful. You mean for the weekend he zipped up? And you and I, of course, uh, a little longer in the tooth, a little, mm. you know, I'm getting close to 40 or, yeah. you know, on the my, other side of my, that. Uh, the, the hair in my mullet is, and mo are starting to go grey. Yeah, your sideburns are grey and, <laughs> and long and, and lustrous. bristly. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, it's, a, it's a new look for the 2018, mate. It's, I like uh, it. It's very popular. Mm. Yeah, so Jean-Francois will be up shortly and we'll, um, we'll give some detail about that. It's yep. actually yeah, notepad... Pens ready and, and mm. take a few of this, these points down. It's really good. But we've just come off the back of Sydney, followed by Brisbane of the Evil Genius hugely successful tour s- seminar. And it was, look, to be honest, mate, I mean, I never really... No. I don't know. I think what happens with these things is it gets to a certain part in the day I haven't eaten. I've had a lot of mm. caffeine. Mm. I'm mm. just running off stress hormones. Mm. I start mm. acting from the hindbrain mm. and... It's just I don't know uh, what it is. No, it's survival uh, mode for it, me. It is. It is. It's and and the happy cells are no longer happy. They're a little confused. That's right. But They're confused cells. That aside, me aside, everyone mm. else had a great time. Great. And uh, the feedback and the vibe in the I mean Sydney, I think was kind of like groundbreaking sort of thing mm. for the fitness industry to have mm. uh, this crazy man mm. theater style phantom mm. of the opera like a hundred a hundred people <laughs> all he out needed there. was that little half uh, half cast on his on his <laughs> noggin cover up side of his head yeah raise the hands a little bit more but that belts um, out a note or two but yeah so we're talking about the evil genius down under tour uh it was absolutely uh, amazing to be part of it blown away by the support of of all you guys and, and girls out there that actually um <laughs> foolishly <laughs> listened to us uh, well I mean they didn't they listened to Broderick I suppose yeah. and that's why they came but uh, and and you know Broderick much like yourself he's, he's, he's never unsure uh, sure whether it was uh, well received and, and interestingly and uh, it's quite funny to note because I know he does listen to the program but basically his uh, the catalyst on whether he did a uh, uh, a good presentation was whether uh, he, he, he pulled me aside afterwards and goes oh how do you think it went? I went, no, oh, it was awesome, man. It was absolutely good. Everyone was, you know, stayed there right to the end. Uh, he did a really good. He goes, hmm, 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 okay, okay. I just couldn't tell, you know. I was looking at yeah. some were making notes, some weren't. But there was one guy. And I went, oh, who, who? He was a big guy at the back, you know, tats on his neck. He real sort of mean-looking dude. I'm thinking, who's there? Big guy, Tristan Green, no, no tats. And then, then it came to me. John Bond was up there, you know, his arms folded. Yeah. You know, surly look on his face. And, uh... And he said, now, j- j- just to find out whether that guy liked it. Because if he liked it, 
I'm okay with that. I don't care yeah. if everyone else hated it, but if that guy in the room, if he thought it was good, then, then I'm okay. And I said, well, actually, I, yeah, I know John well, and uh, he was he was blown away, and, and, and a lot of uh, home truths for him, a lot of the things that he preaches anyway, yeah. which was really refreshing, but absolutely loved it. So once he heard that, he was like, ah, oh, sigh of relief. And, and then he actually thought that he'd delivered a decent seminar, but all based on whether... Uh, and John, obviously, from UP Sydney down yeah. there, awesome guy. Uh, so that was quite funny in itself. He, much like yourself, has his own way of gauging whether things things were a success yeah. or not. But um, and then we're up in Queensland, in Queensland. and that was a, a much different event. And of course, Flex Success with the with the, with the guys we partnered up, Lizzie and Dean and uh, Alan and, and Dalton. Awesome, awesome uh, team that got they a great had there. team. Great team. Flex like was uh, Alan and Dalton didn't have to. Uh, help out and and do mm. all the things that they did on both mm. days mm. but uh yeah they were awesome and yeah look and and we were never gonna rock up on time you know on on, on saturday <laughs> in sydney yeah. you know i was gonna dawdle and, and and get some get some brekkie you know some some eggs with with broads and then yeah. just cruise up at 9am and and meander to the front and then uh, assume my position at the side of the stage but but all jokes aside, now they they actually went above and beyond, and um, without their help, uh, it wouldn't have been possible. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. So for those who didn't get the chance to come along, or for our international listeners, we mm. will be compiling all of the sections from putting together a, a nice little Lord lear- Lord learning platform of uh, content mm. that uh, we'll make available to everybody to upskill themselves and get a bit of a taste of what went on. So yeah, uh, stay awesome. s- stay tuned for that one. Okay. Uh, righto, mate. Well, let's uh, flip the switch now to the Pepe Le Pews, <laughs> and we'll get uh, JF uh, on the line Francois. to discuss um, some anti-aging peptides. Yes, well, it feels really good to be in the studio with a mm. very special guest on the other end of the line, Rawdon. Mm. This is very exciting. All now, the way to... Uh Canada again. Yeah, we have explored the the area of peptides on the program a couple of other uh, times yeah. in the past, but more from the I guess the muscle building, hypertrophy, body composition aspect. Mm, mm. So but that's not all they do, Tom. No, no, and uh, in many respects, the the whole anti aging and ah, uh, yes. injury prevention aspect is uh, something which you know the future could. Yes. Uh, we might be doing this podcast in 120 years time, Rodan. <laughs> Could be pushing uh, double double digit centuries. Yes, yes, exactly. And and probably for our listeners, Tom, will chime in and I'll chime in and say that uh, probably not that relevant for most of our listeners this anti aging perspective. But but you know, trust us, you will be interested in it in a, a few years time. You know, when yeah. uh, when we do start pushing the the forties and fifties, you'll be you, you, let's listen to that podcast again that the boys did and find out Take what I can notes. use mm. to extend my life. But we're going to explore that today. So we have Jean-Francois Tremblay on the line. Yep. Uh, he's based out of the University of Quebec in Montreal. Mm-hmm. He's got a biochemistry background, kinesiology, pharmacology, all, the, all the boxes all the good are ticked. Mate, yeah. I, I love this guy already. Thank you very much for joining us, <laughs> JF, and welcome to the podcast. Hey, hi. How's everybody? Really good. <laughs> now, uh, for our listeners, uh, we've, we've, had a, we've had a chat before about, um, about peptides, and I was uh, blown away with your knowledge and... Uh, Actually, Tommy, uh, JF, uh, well, is that cool if we refer to you as JF? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is, yep. it is, it is. Well, JF, for everybody. JF is uh, a good friend with uh, Salim Satir, who we've had, yes. on the, uh, had on the program before uh, to, to delve into the peptide world and also um, the, the big CP so, uh, with Charles and uh, um, has done a few seminars of late with Charles. So, mm. uh, yeah, he certainly knows all the, the associates with all the big wigs that we have on the program. 
Yeah. So, JF, to get us started, um, you know, we've got this vague sense that peptides are sort of chains of amino acids put together in a certain way, but can you explain to us, just to get things going, what what are peptides? Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, this is it. It's uh, starting as soon as you have two binded amino acids, you're talking of a peptide. So, two, three, okay. four five uh epitalon is four amino acids bpc 157 is 15 amino acids okay. so basically it's a, it's a, it's a chain of uh, amino acids you go up to growth hormone with uh, 191 amino acids so oh. it's a chain of amino acids basically okay not okay. big enough to be a protein a protein is a group of uh, peptides bonded together so uh, and with a more complex structure but basically this is it you know it's very simple uh, uh, in terms of uh, structure okay okay so you mentioned a couple ones there uh, a petalom and bpc 157 we'll get to the more specifics as, the, yes, yes. as as we go a little deeper into it but how did they i mean what's the history of peptides how did people discover that just a few little amino acids in a chain together could yeah. cause such a profound impact on the human body well i uh, my intuition actually because uh, uh epitalon is uh, we naturally produce it it's the it's the pineal gland and it turns out that most organs produce their own uh, repairing or bioregulating peptides. Uh, you know, there are peptides specific for the liver, for the kidneys. I'll, I'll come back to that. Mm. So the history of it, and probably that's where it comes from. You know, you hear legends, you know, like centuries ago, if you want courage, courage you eat uh, the heart of an animal, for example. Mm. Or, or, you know, you eat uh, the organs. So probably some people more sensitive than, than others would uh, eat those organs and, yes, feel some improvement or something out of eating those organs because the peptides was there already. So basically what we do now, we synthesize them. The, 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 it's the synthetic version of what we produce uh, naturally. Okay. And we take more of it, basically. So but in terms of uh, like modern uh, history, the first uh, peptide that was investigated was out of Russia. It's epitalon, and that's like 40 years ago. It's that uh, you know during the Cold War and everything. You know the, the Americans were doing research to improve the soldiers. Russian did the same thing, and one uh, medical doctor, army guy in the Russian army, uh, came about this peptide, epitalon, and he started to research on it and did a bunch of study, basically to uh, help, uh, I wouldn't say regenerate, but improve the health or performance of uh, the soldiers. Wow. So yeah. I would say historically in those that class of peptides that would be the first one that actually was uh, that came about and that's over 40 years ago. Okay. Well, wow. and, and and you mentioned that uh, fundamentally they we're creating synthetic versions of it. How tell me how how, how do we make them like 
uh, like it sounds simple enough, a couple of amino acids together, but but like, is it in a, a test tube? Like, how do oh, they create oh, them? Oh, oh, it's made now. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, how, how are they uh, actually you made? You take uh, amino acids and uh, stick them together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we well, gather that, uh, but, but like, uh, it with a bit of glue, like. No, 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 no. It's called uh, solid phase uh, synthesis. Okay. Uh, where you use a little uh, resin balls, microscopic, and you bind, you know, each amino acid has a uh, uh, amine side and an OH uh, side on the other side. So basically, you bind with the resin, uh, you block one uh, side with the resin, and then you throw in the second amino acid in it, so you're sure it's going to bind, you know, the OH and uh, H3, you're sh sure it's going to bind in the right order and basically you go like that and uh, it's uh, it's technically it's fairly simple to make nowadays you know the processes are except for very small it's a liquid phase uh, I actually I could and I'm not versed in it enough to give you a, a sound explanation probably my biochemist would give you a much better explanation than me Okay. But that that part is pretty simple. Uh, no, they, when you have the right equipment, it's almost uh, automatic. You know, you, you throw in the resin, you throw in the first peptide, then the second one. Then at each uh, step, you purify, you make sure they all binded. Yep. And you take away the one that didn't bind, and you throw in the third amino acids, and so on and so forth. So, all right. So, okay. so basically, that's why it's made. There, there is no big uh, secret in it. All right, very cool. So, um, it's relatively simple to make uh, these peptides. Uh, tell yeah. me, is there? Because I'm, I'm have been told uh, from the likes of Salim and others, and maybe yourself. Last time we spoke, but there is a uh, quite a few peptides on the market, but uh, few and far between peptides that are of a, a reputable quality or a. Uh, a purity you know a 98 plus percent purity what's uh, for these i mean if, if it is a simple process well, like what, what differentiates it's made in big quantities like uh what you would get out of uh well i don't know china is the reference yeah an yeah. <laughs> uh, unfamous reference for that is probably they don't do all the in-between tests okay. that they should do at each step you right. know you, you bind the first amino acid then you test to make sure it's all binded right. and then the third amino acid and then you test again so probably they just throw everything in one by one without testing so you end up with a bunch of uh, impurities or uh, uh, free amino acids okay so you get uh, and those impurities they're not bad they're not going to kill you or do anything but you're going to have an unfinished uh, peptide so if you make BPC-157 that has 15 amino acids, you may have a small percentage of the chain that has 13 or 14 amino acids. So basically, it's not going to do anything and okay. in terms of what you want it to do. But what it may do, and that's where the purity is important, is that the most probably the the part that binds to the receptor will be there yep but it's gonna since the peptide is not complete it's probably not not gonna bind well enough to produce the cascade of events you want like inside the cells to repair and everything 
Okay. But it's gonna be good enough to block the receptor, so that's where you get that thing. Where as you incre if you increase the impurity a bit uh, too much, then you lose a lot of the effectiveness because you kind of block the receptors with a peptide that is good enough for the receptor, but not good enough to provoke the cascade of uh, biochemical events you want for repair or whatever right. you the peptide is for. Right, okay. right, right. So there, there lies the inherent issue. It's yeah. the, exactly, they, exactly. So you administer the peptide, it's in the bloodstream, it goes to the receptor wherever it's designed to go, and then uh -huh. uh, dock into the receptor, key into the lock, and then once it does that, it's supposed to initiate a, some sort of um, cascade thereafter. But if it's uh, impurities, it'll, it, the key will go into the it lock, but it, but it won't, uh, won't unlock the door, won't do everything that it should, yeah? Right. Uh, that's that's it yeah okay so a petalome that you've mentioned a couple of times that's a a peptide that's already made within the human body and it, it has certain effects and we're getting a pure uh, larger amount of that into the body to trigger a cascade of physiology which in some respects reverses the aging process or or, or halts aging is, is that roughly what's going on with uh, the petalome that you've mentioned Jay. Yeah, actually, Epitalon is mostly known for its anti-aging effect. You know, it, it does uh, lengthen the telomeres, and that's for an anti-aging effect. That's 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 what we want. But uh, as I said, uh, uh, th those are uh, there's known that work. There is about 25 of them right now, and uh, I, I know that in Russia now they discovered 50 more. But they're under wow. uh, investigation to find out which one works and out of those that work, those that have a positive effect. So we don't know. But they already found 24, 25 that have a positive impact on the organs and, well, they work. Okay. So basically, there is one or two peptides for every major system or uh, organ. Epitalon is, uh, is the peptide of the pineal gland. It's basically the system it works on is the hormonal system in general. So yes, it will lengthen the telomeres, but it will kind of uh, normalize the hormonal system. You know, it won't make it better. Uh, it's like uh, adaptogen. You know that sometimes we use in sports. So if it's too high, it's going to bring it down. If it's too low, it's going to bring it up. So hormonal uh, for the the whole hormonal system. Actually, I've used it with some uh, girls who were competing, and I, they take it. I give them a cure of epitalon right after the competition, and yep. that puts them back on track. Like in a few days, it's uh, wow. very good good results with that uh, because you know. It, Younger girls, they didn't want, it wasn't for the anti-aging thing, but it was to uh, normalize their hormonal system that was a bit out of whack because of the diet, yep. whichever product they use, uh, yep. everything, you know? Okay. So it's, it's a very good uh, regulator of the hormonal system. Very good. Okay, absolutely fascinating. We mentioned, uh, Tommy mentioned, the, and you did as well, the anti-aging and the, the telomeres. Mm. Um, can we just uh, let our listeners, I mean, what, I mean, what's happening when we age? I mean, the telomeres, are they, 
where are they and are they reducing in length like what what is the aging well, process and then how? when we age ultimately uh we die but before that <laughs> okay you know what you mentioned at the beginning you know maybe for the younger crowd you know they may think ah, i'm too young for that but yep. uh Listen, we start aging around uh, 18, so basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, no. uh, you know, growth hormones start to decrease uh, by 7% a year, starting around 18, 9 years, years old. Right. And that's an indica indicator of aging. Yes. So, you know, me, my first book I've read on uh, anti-aging and all that, that was back in 1982 when the book came out. It was called Life Extension. And uh, it was a big break with a bunch of stuff. And amazingly, you read it today, and it's kind of still up to date. Yeah, right. uh, it wow. was a pretty good book. And, you know, I was like uh, 19 at the time. And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't out of, uh, I didn't, it's not that I didn't want to die, but I, I kind of uh, suspected that basically your body functions optimally when you're between 20 and 25. Yep. Uh, and that applies to uh, muscle growth, strength, everything. Uh, so it's not like when you reach 40 or 45, uh, it starts to go down. Uh, it, it, it happens before, but you can still compensate with good nutrition and training yep. and everything. Yep. But if you apply those some of those anti-aging protocol younger, that's going to improve your, your training, basically, uh, you know, so there is no reason to start earlier. And the earlier you start, uh, I believe the better it is uh, for the future, you know. Okay. Um, so. Okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah, to come back to your question. Yeah, yeah like what's <laughs> Basically, a aging. Yeah. Right now it comes down to about four things. And... Uh, it's always, you know, what comes first, you know, the, the, the chicken or the egg, but, uh, you know, you have the hormones first, you know, that goes down. Now, do they go down because we age or we age because they go down? Yeah, so, yeah. You know, okay. We're not sure about that, but that's, that's a good indicator, <clears throat> sorry, indicator of aging. Yep. Then you have the, your mitochondria's uh, health. Uh, you know that uh, because of the constant uh, chemical aggressions coming from outside and inside of the mitochondria, uh, they produce more and more free radicals that uh, they have every time it's harder for them to eliminate. Uh, they accumulate within the cells and uh, they degrade the cells. So that's another aging factor and there are some products for that too. Okay. Uh, there is, okay, the genetic aspect of it uh, you know your genes uh, have something to do but I have my little not only me but you know I have my personally I believe genetically we're programmed to live 120 years even if okay it's biblical I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. but uh, it's uh, you know uh, that's what you see nowadays, you know, people who live, you know, you get 110, 113, the oldest people, you don't see them, maybe one in a million, uh, maybe they, they go over 120, but it looks like it's around 120 years old. Yeah. So genetically, I believe we're, we're born to live 120 years. And what you're going to do in your life 
you are not going to do things to extend your life to 120. You are going to do things to not take away years from yeah. that 120. Right. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that includes the diet. So if you eat good, it's not that you're doing something to live longer. No, <laughs> you're doing the right thing. So you don't take it. years mm. away from what was given to you. Okay. So cool. at this point, and you know that researcher in Russia was working for like for 40 years on those anti-aging and bio, that that's what he believes too. You know, about 120 years old. That's what that's what I've seen. I've seen in his research. You know, that's that's where he, he wants to bring people at. Well, mate, uh, okay. I'm sold. I'm going for 120, Tommy. What about you? Yeah, you're going I'm happy for to look. And and obviously, you're talking <laughs> quality of life coming with that. You know. Yeah. I mean, even though the life expect expectancy has increased over 80 now. The uh, quality of life expectancy uh, didn't increase. It's still like around 70 years old, and it's not improving. Yeah. At 70, everything goes down, you know, and we don't want that. Yeah. So I mean, basically, I mean, what they're doing now with medicine is uh, increasing the expectancy of life. So they make just your life miserable after 70 longer. Yeah, that's that's what medicine, well, that's, modern medicine, is doing right now. Well, it's the thing, yeah. isn't it? Like, uh, if, if you, yeah, it's not nice. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're hanging around, but the quality of life is poor, I mean, it's it's no, no point no, hanging no, around. No, yeah. Tell no, no. tell me, um, Jay, if are there any? Uh, I mean, it's, it sounds like you're painting a wonderful picture for these peptides, and we we should uh -huh. all be looking into them. But side effects uh, are there? No, I mean, why whatsoever? None. Okay. And then, okay, well, why, why is there apprehension to, well, to, to utilize uh, the Well, if you go to Russia, you'll find them in uh, any pharmacy. Uh, million of people have been using them over there. But, uh, they, okay, it's a bit... Uh, they sell them in capsules over in Russia, so it's a bit, you know, they make some money, they make good money out of it. That's yeah. the commercial part of it, but uh, they, they cannot... Or a very small percentage, like very small, can be absorbed uh, orally. All the studies made were done with uh, injectables. And uh, when they come up to show it works, uh, always it was with injections. Orally, uh, I haven't seen one study showing that uh, it works. Uh, but the main thing is uh, basically it's the kind of uh, embargo there is on research coming out of Russia, you know, starting during the Cold War. And that misconception that, you know, it's in Russia. So, you know, and me, I've, I've met researchers from Russia studying here, like uh, PhDs and postdocs, Russian guys. Yeah. And let me tell you something. They're more um, uh, strict, there is a word for that. They, I, I, I wouldn't doubt the quality of their research right. ever. I mean, it's like the Germans, you know, like they're, they're on the dot, they measure yeah. everything yeah. and they want to make sure. The thing is, though, in Russia, and that's why the misconception, because sometimes we make, mix both concepts, their uh, ethic is not uh, the same, meaning that they do experiments that uh, in America or probably in Australia, no ethic committee will allow, you know. Yeah. Yeah, right. uh, just look at studies on anabolics, 
you know, here yeah. you, you want to do a, a study, even observational. You know, you say, okay, I'm not going to give anabolics to nobody. I'm just going to take athletes that already are taking, and I just want to observe. Well, no, that doesn't go. You know, you mm, cannot yeah. do that kind of study here. But in Russia, there, they're, they're going to yeah. take 50 athletes and give them all kind of shit yeah, and right. to see what happened, you know. So the ethically, it's very different. But in terms of uh, how it, the study is done, you can trust that it's well done. Uh, okay. That I have no doubt about it. Okay, so there's right. some good research coming out to, uh, to point uh, the peptides yeah. are, are, are definitely a thing. Yeah, well, should we get into some of the specifics on the mm. anti-aging then? I mean, you've, JF, you've mentioned the, the hormones and the mitochondria and, and mm. the genes in these things. So what would be some of the, aside from a petalom, some of the top anti-aging peptides that you would uh, recommend? Well, the, the, they made two main studies. One lasted six years and the other one lasted 12 years on uh, aging people. Uh, and they were using two peptides. They were using epitalon and they were using a second one that's called the Vilon. It's a, it's a D-peptide, only two, two amino acids. And the kind of results they got... Okay, let me get my sheets here, it's mm -hmm. going to be easier. Da, da, da. Okay. The kind of results they saw after combining both studies, you know, the six years that was done on people from... Uh, the one that was done on 12 years, they were done on people from 60 to 74 years old. Okay. And the one that was done, uh, that lasted six years, was done on people from 75 to 89 years old. Wow. wow. And uh, the, they called, in one it was Villan, and on the other one it was uh, Timalin. The, the peptide and overall what they saw and you're talking older people already who not like I would assume all of us didn't train didn't they had the normal Russian diet you know potato yep, yep. a lot of potatoes and you know and uh, <laughs> the roughness of life they, uh, they, they had there at the time so not take, not doing anything to to for their health more than the normal would do. Subtracting the kind from of their 120. Uh, yes. Yeah, so the kind of, of improvement they saw, and I'm gonna read it to you. They saw an uh, enhancement of uh, physical performance yep. of uh, almost twofold. Uh, fatigability when they would exert themselves would decrease by 2.5 folds. Uh, short memory improvement by 56%, uh, decrease in colds and flus by uh, 2.4 uh, folds, uh, the T lymphocyte function, which is the uh, immune system uh, yep. indicator, increased by 35%, uh, total antioxidant activity increased by 53%, the melatonin, you know, the sleep hormone, uh, yep. was enhanced by 2.4 fold. Actually, they brought melatonin back to youth uh, levels, you know, when they were. Oh, wow. So I, I, it does improve sleep big time in older people. Epitanol, it's amazing. And uh, bone tissue density uh, increased by about 80%, 80%. And the survival rate 
over 15 years of observation was increased by 67%. Wow. Uh, our telomere length was increased by uh, 15% too. Instead of decreasing, it's increased by 15%. Wow, right. So, and that's by the combination of two peptides. And those two peptides were used twice a year for okay. 10 days. That's all you need. Can yes. you just go over the peptides again, JF? So it was the apetalom and the vilom, is that correct? Uh, no, it was the other one, sorry. It was timalen, T-I-T-H-Y-M-A-L-I-N. Not timulin, which is the one that is sold in, in, in China, which is a much longer peptide. It's not the same. And if you go on 95% of uh, peptide sites, they will sell you timulin for timalin. Yeah, you know, it's just like that, you know. Uh, okay. I'm okay. sorry to say, but 95%, they all come out of China. It's, uh, I could, uh, oh, oh boy. Uh, that would be a long discussion. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That, I, that's why all the sites, they all sell the same thing, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they don't vary too much because they can't. Mm. And uh, they don't sell VLON, they don't sell all those other peptides because they don't make them in China, so they cannot offer them, mm. basically. Right. Well, look, there, there certainly are a couple of uh, compounding pharmacies popping up around the place that you, you can get quality products from. So assuming that we can get Oh, they are. Yeah. They are, of course. Yeah, assuming that we can get our hands on the apetalom and the thymolin, uh, uh-huh. we would use those two peptides in combination twice a year. And, and what's That's the duration right. of the usage for those twice a year cycles? The studies, they were using 10 milligrams per day for 10 days. But in my experience, I've seen better results if you spread it out. If you use five milligrams for 20 days. Uh, five milligrams of each, it, was it? Yeah, that's right. And uh, spread it out. Uh, the total would be the same, 100 milligrams. Yep. But yep. you spread it out over 20 days. Oh. I've seen better results uh, okay. doing it this way. And uh, now, now you're going to love this part. I get very passionate about that. <laughs> that kind of bioregulator peptides, you know, me, I was wondering at the beginning, you know, why, why twice a year, you know? Yep. Well, basically because the receptor of those peptides, it's not the cell membrane, it's not the nucleus membrane, it's the uh, DNA itself. They're very small peptides, so they introduce themselves within the DNA chain. And they stay there for a long, long time. So basically, what, what you do after six months, you replenish the, uh, the peptide uh, pool. It, uh, okay. So you're the peptide, it up. Uh, binds, literally binds to the DNA chains, which provoke uh, decondensation of the that part of the dna specific to that peptide which is specific that part of the dna chain is specific to that organ so that changes the uh, it, it makes it kind of stretch out which change the conformation and expression of genes 
which brings about uh, it increases the synthesis of uh, tissue specific proteins which brings about uh, re a regulation of biochemical uh, processes uh, positive to the organ itself so that that's amazing that's the closest you can get to epigenetic basically you, you go straight in the uh, dna chain make it wow. change in shape so it expresses better the genes that are located at that part of the dna right. okay. that's why it's so it's so potent it's it's amazing so t tell me jay if um if if our listeners just i mean to rattle numbers off the top of your head so we can break it down to layman's terms. Yeah. Say someone sure. like myself goes and buys uh, some some of the epetalon and uh, the, the thymolin and uh, pumps, uh -huh. uh, you know, you said five, so I'll probably go 50 milligrams a day for, tw you know, for 100 <laughs> days. For 100 days. But uh, no, say we did yeah, your... Okay. your, your wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to live to 2,000 years old. But say, that, say they did do that and they started that practice, life extension to some significance, would you... You see, uh, I mean, how would it manifest as, uh, how would you know mm. that the peptide was working? Would better you, uh, skin, better like, hair, Like would everything better? just, the, the rig just work a little better, injuries, niggles, stuff okay. like that? Uh, if you use those two peptides, uh, the first effect you'll see is an improvement on your sleep. Uh, that's Ooh. most people, they get it. Okay. Unless your sleep is already uh, good. Uh, because it regulates your hormonal system, yep. then you have all kind of effects. Because everybody has different makeup. Uh, maybe the epithalamus is not working well. Maybe the other glands. So you know, depending what it uh, regulates, yep. you'll see different effect. And on general health, in general. But uh, I've seen very fast results. But so, you know, one friend of mine, he asked me, like you, you're asking me, say, is it good for the prostate? You know, he had a mild inflammation. Uh, yeah. Me, I say, well, I don't think so. But uh, a week after he started, he called me and he said, well, it does. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the inflammation is gone. So I say, okay, well, it, it does then. Uh, it's, I've got so many different feedback. I, I cannot tell you for you. You yeah. know, you take mm. it. Uh, some I, listen. I take it, and I don't see. Except for my sleep, I don't see any difference. That, uh, and it depends. There are people who are very, uh, uh, very Sensitive. strong respondent to things. You know, you give them yeah. one pill of one thing, and right away they tell you it's good, it's bad, it works. I feel it. You know, okay. me, me, I am the kind of guy. Uh, no, I don't feel anything. If there is a, a bad uh, side effect, I will feel it though. That I'm good for that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But uh, positive effect. It depends how you respond to it and uh, um, aware you are of, of your response in general. You know, if you're self-aware of that, then you, you notice. And uh, life expectancy and all that, well, you know, time will tell. But uh, again, I refer to that uh, Kevinson, that's his uh, Vladimir Kevinson, if people are interested to look, at, look him up. Yep. He believes that what we have right now with those 25 peptides, he expects to see, well, from what he has seen, because they have that big clinic in St. Petersburg and everything, you can expect an increase in your lifespan of maybe 20, 30 years. 
Wow. Well, I'm sold. Yeah, and I mean, oh, I, I guess it depends. Order. In terms of noticing the results, depends on where you are in the aging process. I mean, yeah. JF, you've been on the anti-aging, exactly. the anti-aging train for a long time, so you're probably mate, two hundred. You, you, yeah, you're destined for the one twenty. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know because I, I've tried very spooky stuff to have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. But so I, we get these. We get these two compounds, the epetalom and the thymolin. Yep. Uh, we take yes. uh, five milligrams a day for 20 days, twice a year. Um, we, can, right. we can expect an enhanced physical capacity, better immune system, hormonal systems, cognitive yep. function, uh, bone density, the whole lot. Whenever I, you talk about the benefits to, um, to a client or something, they say, but yeah, do I have to inject it? And, yeah. and that, that's, that's the caveat. That's the thing. No, no, way, no way around it. Yeah, right. yeah no way around that. And okay. is there a difference between the... They, sorry, the day somebody finds a way to make it available orally, like 98%, 95%, I'm telling you, that person is going to become a millionaire yeah, that yeah. year. Yeah. Because then it could be sold as a food supplement. Yep. It's a peptide and it doesn't need to be injected. Yeah. Straight up like that, and I'm telling you, wow. there are people looking for it. They've been looking yeah. for years, and so far nobody came up with anything. Uh, okay. Good. So just on the injections, then, is there a difference between uh, an intramuscular injection or a subcutaneous injection, or either one will do, or one's better than the other? Uh, no, no, they all do. It. Once it's inside, it reaches the bloodstream and it goes where it's supposed to go. No problem. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's the 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 anti-aging side of things, Tommy. We've got some. I'm some, on board. Some pretty good uh, uh, advice ca- there. Cancer. Uh, just a parenthesis. Uh, I know of uh, three cases in particular of people who used epitalon alone, uh, who had cancer, and uh, well, one woman I, I know personally, within a month, her cancer, her blood markers. You know, she was doing everything, you know, chemo, a keto diet and all that, but the, yep. the markers were not going down and she did, but she, she would do higher dose. She was taking like 20 milligrams a day for one month and her markers uh, dropped by four folds. They were like 1200 and they came down to 300 and now the cancer is basically gone, you know, it's, wow. uh, so it's uh, for somebody who has cancer. High dose, high dose of the epitalon helps a lot. Okay, it's okay. really good. Uh, obviously, all this comes with a caveat. You're going to seek out a professional to get, uh, you of know, course, to get yeah, prescribed and all this type yeah. of stuff. And we have, yeah, uh, I'm we not, have. I'm not, I'm not prescribing anything. No, no. We just, just what I've seen. Yeah. What I've yeah. seen, I'm, I'm just reporting it. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent, and, and that's our stance on it as well. And just again, no side effects. Nothing bad happens. No, 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 no. no, no. In forty <laughs> years. Very good. None, none, Nothing none, bad. None, none whatsoever. Oh, all right, Tommy. Right. Well, that's the anti-aging side of things. Yeah, now, yeah, you yeah. did mention, uh, uh, JF did mention, um, you know, just a, a sense of well-being and performance uh, improve uh, with the uh, Petalon. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about uh, injury. This, is, this yeah. is one that's close to home for you, Tommy. It's a bit of a case study. A bit of a case study. But, but uh, let's talk about injury, uh, injury prevention. So mm-hmm. it sounds like the, the Petalon and the, the, the Thymolin will, uh, will help in that regard. But... The, uh-huh. the, the two that I'm referencing uh, will be the TB500 and the BPC157. 
Um, uh-huh. Are they the the go to when we are trying to uh, the TB? I think from a preventative perspective, you can uh, sort of preempt and uh, administer that. Uh, from what I've been told, but from Salim, as a uh, preventative measure, you know, a couple of times a year, you can use the TB to. Uh, you know, to prevent injuries, but let, let's explore the, the world mm-hmm. of injuries and, and what, what the, the best peptides for that is. Mm. Um, do you want to take us through that? Are, are those two that uh, I recommend? Yeah, uh, you know, Salem prefers TB500. I prefer BPC157. Okay. And I, uh, asking a lot of people, because they do about the same thing, with a couple of things, like Salim mentioned, TB500, is uh, slightly uh, anabolic in small do- uh, to be like to get that anabolic effect you have to take a lot of it okay but it is anabolic uh, that's why the wada uh, test for it because they found it it is anabolic so it is tested for okay uh, bpc 157 is not okay it's okay. Uh, it's on the list in theory that you know anything that improve healing is prohibited but they don't have any test for it because it's too short-lived. You know, you would have, it would have to be taken the same day of the test to right. show on the test. But uh, so what I found out is basically it's the first one you used. It's going to be your favorite. So I, uh, I believe Salim, the first one he ever used was TB500. Yeah. The first one I, I ever used was BPC157. So it's my favorite. Yeah. But they do, in terms of repair, they do about the same thing. With the differences that uh, BPC-157 has two advantages. One, it's, uh, it works amazingly on the gastrointestinal tract, you know, the uh, permeability of the guts, the crown yep. disease. It does miracle at that level. And starting from the mouth, if you have ulcers in the mouth and the stomach, up to the wow. other end, it repairs it big time. That's one thing that it does much better than TB500. Okay. And that's the only peptide that is partially uh, available orally. You can take it by mouth. But about half of it is destroyed, but half of it makes it to the blood. So somebody would be, wouldn't want to get injections could just uh, swallow it. Uh, it would cost him twice because mm. he has to double the dosages, but it would work not quite. If You would need a bit more than double, actually, to get the same, but uh, roughly you would get the same effect with the double dosage taken by mouth. Yeah. Okay. But uh, they, they do about the same thing in terms of repairs. Uh, other difference is their half-life. Uh, BPC, as I said, is very short-lived. Maybe it's around six hours, the half-life. TB500, nobody pinpointed it, but it's around five to ten days, which calls for much less frequent injections, too. Uh, BPC, it's at least once a day, better twice, even better three times a day. Uh, big, big cases four times a day. You know, in, instead of increasing the the dose by injecting more, you inject the same quantity, but you you inject more often. 
during the day. So and, okay. and you and spread those, out, uh, yeah. Tell me, and, uh, and you see you see much better results when you spread it out. Actually, Jay, after the uh, they site specific. Um, I no, have heard no, of guys. I have that, heard of guys listen, actually. That, that, that's that's a myth. Like if it works for you, you know. I believe in the placebo effect. In yeah. the in the uh, you know if if somehow by you believing it will work better, well by all means do it. You know yeah. it, it will work better for you <laughs> because yeah, yeah, you yeah. believe it, and it's not a bad thing. But listen, let's say, uh, just think. Let's say you have uh, elbow injury and you inject under the skin. You know. The peptide cannot cross, you know, the fascias and all the tissue in between the underskin and the injury. It's going to be snatched by uh, the blood circulation yeah. before, and it's going to go all around your body to end up there. But locally, there are studies, and as I say, they were all done on rats, you know, but mm. a rat study is only a rat studies until it proves my point, then it's a study. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But basically, they did infiltration of the peptide in the knees of uh, and articulations of rats, and it worked much better for one reason because those parts don't have a very good blood supply. So what works against you if you inject it under, you know, to reach the blood, it's not gonna it's gonna take time to act because small blood supply. But yeah. the same way, if you inject it inside the articulation, that same lack of uh, blood circulation will make the peptide yeah. stay there stay for there. a much longer time, right. and it's going to work locally. But then you would have, you know, infiltration. It's like cortisone. You know, you need uh, you need uh, the ultrasound equipment to be sure the needle goes at the right place, and you All need right. a medical doctor okay. to do it. But if you find a, a medical doctor that would be ready to do it and uh, not fearing to lose his license, then that, that, that you would get amazing results. And like for the knees, for example, the, well, it, it, it showed very amazing results. With, okay. With and, and what about um, in the best of both worlds, uh, JF, what about a combo of the two? Yeah. Would that be the... Would that well, be a good option this, or unnecessary? Doing the same thing, uh, combining them, you would just increase the total dosage. Yeah. So it wouldn't be synergistic. It wouldn't do one plus one makes three. You know, it would be one plus one makes two. Yeah. So it's not a bad idea in terms of maybe you inject uh, the BPC one, once a day and twice a week you take the TB500. So you would have the sustain, it would be, if I want to compare to anabolics, it would be taking a long ester yeah. to have a, a, a good level and, you know, to have locally a shorter ester to have an immediate effect. Yeah, more uh, yeah. Yeah. So you, you, you could combine, but keep in mind that it won't be synergistic. It will be more that you have more of it okay. around. So it could, well, that's could good be to know. could be beneficial, but uh, not uh, yeah. not necessary. Now, what about yeah. um, what about uh, if we were to rattle off just some? Although we're not giving a how-to, what sort of dosage? You mentioned uh, you know two, three, okay. potentially four times a day. What, 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 what I've dose? seen, if it's a mild case, you know, a mild pain that is has been bothering you, but you know, not killing you. 
Yep. Pro, uh, for BPC, maybe one injection a day. Well, I've seen uh, 500 micrograms. That's uh, half a milligram would do. Okay. Uh, you would get a better result from the same quantity if you would split it. Uh, take 250 microgram in the morning and 250 micrograms at night. So okay. it's the same total, but you split it. So now you have. Uh, I've seen much better results when you do that. And if you want to increase the dosage, you stay at 250, but you take a third injection at 250. So you did increase the dosage, but one in one injection. Yeah. You just added an injection. And in the worst cases, then four injections are of uh, 250 micrograms. That would be, a, a, it would work. It, it's rare, either with both of them, in most, unless in the worst cases, it's rare that you don't fix something within a month. Okay. okay. And, and what sort of, I mean, using the BPC-157 after, say, surgery or something like that, are we talking speeding up the recovery process? So say we're, we, we're training individuals, yeah, yeah, you, you, back you, in the you. gym sooner type thing? Okay. If it's in case of an injury or after a surgery and all that, you know, maybe the first week you treat it as a serious thing. Maybe you inject three times a day, you yep. know, the first week. Then most of the main repairs will have been done. Uh, okay, let me give you an example. Okay, a year and a half ago, I had an open heart operation myself. They replace uh, uh, the aneurysm of the uh, pulmonary artery. Nothing to do with training, it's a genetic thing. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, I was on the table for seven hours, I was clinically wow. dead for 20 minutes, provoked, you know. Uh, no, I didn't see any light or anything. <laughs> and, uh, well, a very tough operation, you figure, you know, they, they break your ribs and everything. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they, uh, the, the fourth day, they literally kicked me out of the hospital. They say, you're fine, you can go home. I started BPC twice a day, the next day of the operation. So the third day of BPC, they say no. And I didn't want to go home because, you know, my insurance, they would pay me uh, uh, per day. I was there, so I said, yeah, I could stay another week. I do my thing, <laughs> I get paid. No, they, they literally, they kicked me out. And wow. uh, exactly a week after I was operated on a Thursday, the next Thursday, I was back at university doing my things wow. and uh, people there they looked at me like they saw a ghost they say well were you not operated for this a week ago I said yeah but uh, <laughs> I'm fine no. so, so recovery was amazingly fast uh, and what protocol okay. were you using there uh, BPC 157 250 milligram, uh, micrograms a day uh, twice a and day. I did it like for uh, three weeks or a month and uh, Wow. Okay. And bang, it was fixed. So, but uh, maybe three times a day All for right. the first week, then go yep. down to twice a day after that. It's very fast. No, again, if it's uh, training uh, induced injury, yeah. obviously uh, you should wait till the pain is gone before you resume training around that part you know if you couldn't yeah. do bench press because of shoulder mm -hmm. well wait 
till the pain is gone, you know, you're not gonna, yeah, uh, sure. because probably it's due to bad form. And that's what I tell people, mostly with crown and intestinal problem. I say, look, it's okay. BPC is going to fix it. But if you don't take away the cause of the problem, yeah, it's yeah. going to come back. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they thing. have a choice. Uh, either they, they buy BPC for the rest of their life or they, 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 they improve their diet. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Okay. You know, take out the pro-inflammatory foods, yeah. So, um, yeah. JF, if we look at, uh, say, in Australia, you can go on a couple of the more reputable websites and they'll have an uh-huh. injury repair stack and it might be the TB500 and the BP157. Do one of those others work better for soft tissue as opposed to a ligament or a bone or anything like that? Or do they both essentially do the, the same thing with the BPC157 uh, being a bit better for, for the gut? For tissue, they both do uh, the same thing. Okay. Okay. And ligaments, yeah. the same thing? Ligament to yep. bone? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds... That's, uh, that's BPC right. I've shown recently with uh, recent studies to it... Uh, regenerate uh, brain cells yeah so it's it, it could be considered an anti-aging compound too in that sense okay tb500 i don't know maybe it does maybe it doesn't no study has been done on it but bpc they have done some studies that have shown uh brain repair wow. another another, another feather in the the, uh, the peptide cap that's another reason to, to jump on it all right well, one final one on those. Uh, any side effects with those two peptides? Oh, yeah, the BPC and the TB. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yes, I have, uh, there is that girl I know. She has a very serious case of Crohn disease. So she's using BPC and with amazing results. But she was taking uh, for the pain because it was causing her a lot of pain. Uh, she was taking some uh, derivate of morphine, you know, those you get for pain. I don't remember the name. And she was telling me that when she takes it at the same time of the injection, uh, the drug doesn't work. Okay. So, right. again, that's where you see the, the link between BPC-157 and the brain. Uh, it works on the dopamine and uh, acetylcholine uh, systems uh, where those drugs work too. So, it seems that the BPC binds on the same receptors and it makes the uh, opiate doesn't uh, not working. Okay, right. But only for a short period because she would tell me if I take it half an hour after, it's okay. So that okay. that would be the only side effect I would have seen. Yeah. Otherwise, none whatsoever. And I'm going to bring it up. Some people will come up and say, what about cancer? You know, you increase uh, cell yeah. prolif- profil- uh, profileration, uh, mm-hmm. increase uh, divisions, uh, increase uh, risk of cancer. Yeah, well, when you train, you do that too. So, And uh, the other thing is, okay, let's say you break a bone. And it would take, let's say, collarbone. It takes like three months to repair. So now you take TB500, and it's going to be repaired in one month. Yeah. But the total cell divisions will be the same, except that it's going to happen faster. But you won't have more cell divisions. It's just that they're going to be compressed in one month instead of three. So basically, and no, I wouldn't worry about that. There is so many other things that could give you cancer 
okay. much worse than that. Uh, you know, don't don't refrain from taking it by fear of cancer. That that's not gonna give you cancer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Well, everything these days do, Tommy. So uh, it's nice to know that the old yeah. TBMB PC is not going to uh, yes. add to the mix. Yes, yeah. very yes. good. Okay, all right. We're getting a nice little picture here from JF. Uh, where are we going to wrap things up, Tommy? What, well, are we gonna, what are we going to explore? I mean, I wonder, uh, JF, from your personal experience, uh-huh. with a desire to, to get that 120 years, <laughs> if you were to sort of suggest a uh, broad-spectrum approach to longevity and health and quality of life, oh, yeah. uh, with a bit of, I guess, the nutrition and peptides and exercise, what would it... I mean, what do you do? What, yeah. what What's your general practice for uh, yeah. longevity? Well, uh, a sound diet, basically. Okay, uh, that book I, I was telling you about, Life Extension, written in 1982. Life Extension. At the time, and it's very true today, it resumed to two things. If you want to live long, you have to control two things. Inflammation and glycemia. Glycemia. Uh, those are killers. So basically, uh, anti-inflammatory diet and a low glycemic uh, increasing uh, diet, you know, so maybe paleo diet or low carb diet or, uh, you know, work it out the way you prefer, but try to control as much as you can the glycemia and the inflammation. And that's mostly done with diet. So diet is uh, very important. Uh, I sincerely believe you cannot be healthy if you don't train at all. You know, do anything, walk. If like, uh, running the marathon, no, no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> but, so, you know, do a bit of jogging like normal, yeah. like maybe half so, an hour, three so times keep, a week. Keep, and if that's what you like, you know, do it. It's better than nothing. Keep active. And yep. hopefully in a few months you'll discover the benefits of weight training. Yep. But, you know, do something that you cannot be healthy if you're not physically active. We're, genetically, we're made to be active. Yeah. So you can do... Whatever you want, do something. That's of yeah. the most importance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so diet, training, uh, and then, uh, yeah, when you get older, the only way it's to control, uh, to bring back your main hormones to youthful uh, levels. You know, growth hormone, testosterone uh, replacement for men, uh, DHEA, uh, you know, the whole shebang. Yep. You know, bring everything to normal uh, levels, youthful levels. Yep. And uh, use of peptides to uh, upregulate all uh, main functions and organs of uh, the body. Okay. That sums and, it up. And essentially the, the peptides that we've been through today, um, mm-hmm. that would be enough to cover the spread very nicely and if you're ticking all of the lifestyle factors and eating well and training the addition of these uh, three or four different peptides could keep you feeling good hit the 120 tom yeah yeah well no no well i i would try to use the other peptides too you know the 23 22 maybe not all of them but 
you know, try. Then, uh, of course, the the financial behind it might make it impossible. Yeah. Expensive. You're talking, but again, it's uh, it's over. It's every six months. So if you make your calculations, you figure, okay, but that's it's not every month. So hey. Uh, that would help, but maybe not all of them, but the main one. And again, you can tell a, a bit, let's say that you have a family history of weak uh, liver, then okay, you throw in the one for the liver or whichever you see. Th there is one for the pancreas, so if there is uh, diabetes and you're running okay. in your family, then maybe throw in this one. Right. Then you, you could personalize the, the, but those two ones, would make uh, a huge difference. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So all right. So so you're so basically saying your 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 nutrition needs to be in check, a low inflammatory diet, some training, yeah. exercise, keep active, explore the peptide side of things. Certainly the the the, the thymolin mm. and the the apetalon, uh, but also if you have a history of underlying uh, health disorders. Uh, maybe seek out what peptides are strategically designed to, um, I guess, uh, for that particular organ to enhance its longevity. Exactly. And then, exactly. Uh, and then, all, all things being equal, you should smooth sailing up to that, uh, smooth sailing up to that, sail smoothly well, again, up to I, that. I, uh, I cannot make you any promise, but <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you know, you you could. Uh, because I always think, you know, maybe you're going to be hit by a truck tomorrow. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. it could happen. Yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that would be to put all the chances on, on your side. Then. Yeah. And, of course, you know, uh, contaminant, uh, you know, that, that's what's killing us today, basically. The, 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 the biggest challenge all of us have is the, the uh, contaminants, everything, mm, environmental the met metals, uh, pollution, everything. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. So you know. All right. Okay. Go, go into that. Uh, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's an absolute pleasure to have you in the studio today, uh, J. JF. Yeah, no, absolutely awesome, and, and yeah, it's wonderful. And it was great that we uh, we didn't go down the um, for once, Tom. We didn't go down the performance enhancing. Well, it yeah. is indirectly, indirectly. But I mean, I, I guess uh, Rawdon at the age of forty. No, sorry, thirty. Thirty, and, and, and yeah, and not mm -hmm. as perspectives shift a little bit. And Mate, uh, to be to be really honest, after this uh, hearing, um, JF and giving it some some decent thought, I, I'm seriously I'm me gonna, too. I'm well, go tele telomeres yeah. they start shortening in your thirties. Yeah. Oh, geez. All right. Well, I'm going to get I'll it. just hit 30 Troy, times. Troy, so it's, Troy, it's downhill for Troy, me. But throwing that in, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, but all, all jokes aside, I mean, it's um, certainly like uh, JF explained, if it's within the budget, um, obviously look into the research yourself and, and source out a local peptide clinic. But um, assuming the quality is good, you'd, uh, you know. It's hard to make an argument not to, yeah, not with, to explore with, it. With zero yeah. side effects. It's, yeah. Uh, now, if any of our listeners do want to uh, explore the, I mean, obviously, the wealth of knowledge there, if they are interested in uh, learning a little bit more about peptides, are you, uh, I mean, I hit you up, we did a consult, can they hit you up on, on Facebook or something like that, or is there a website? Uh, or yeah, somewhere on they fa can Facebook is great uh, for that, for now. Okay. Uh, I don't really have, I have a few groups on Facebook, but they're private. Basically, yeah. they're for people who attended my conference. Okay. conferences so it's basically continuous education i, I yep. give but uh, yeah facebook is great uh, we can start from there and uh, if there is big interest then i introduce them in the private groups if, uh, excellent 
Yes, okay. neither. That's that's no problem. Great. All right. Absolute pleasure having you on. Um, thanks for your time today, and uh, we'll, we'll look forward to chatting again in the future, mate. Okay. Hey, Th- nice talking to you. Al. Thank you, John Francois. Okay. Bye bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. bye. Well, now it makes perfect sense mm. why uh, it's good to, or necessary, to pay a higher price for a higher quality of peptides. Mm. Rawdon, when he, he, he went through that process of how each amino acid is added and then mm. it has to be... Mass you know, spectrometer. Yep, cleansed and make sure that ones are good to go. Then we'll add the next one and, mm. and now we know why you have to pay for a, a higher quality mm. peptide. Just give me a sec, Tom. Just, just hold on. <sighs> just put my epitalom in. I think uh, I'm going to... I'm getting younger as we speak. You know, the oh, those those are, crow's feet, they're yeah, gone, yeah, mate. Yes. Those gray hairs are going uh, ginger. A little ranger there. But but really, the way he um, looked at the uh, the petalum and, and, and painted that picture, it sounds like you'd be foolish, foolish not to uh, not to get a, get get amongst it. Ho- yeah. ho- hop on the the Pepe Le Pew, uh, Pepe Le Pew train and, and and enjoy those uh, peptides. Of course, obviously, see uh, you know go to uh, Australian Peptide Clinic or somewhere professional to get them. Um, to get the the peptides because quality, like you said, is a, is a big part of the success of these um, yeah. these uh, peptides. And uh, yeah, and his company CanLab is is uh, is up and running now. So um, you can actually he does have a uh, I think a, a peptide page on social media uh, on Facebook. There's a, like a, a page that he's involved in, and uh, he does advertise the the Pepe Le Pews on there. I'll just see if I can. Uh, Bring that up for you. <laughs> yeah. Just keep making noise while you do that, mate. I'm just going to let you hang there. Peppy Lepusi. But we can... Um, CanLab is his uh, is his uh, business that he's involved in. So... Um, Rest assured, if you're getting something that, that Jean-Francois is uh, involved with, it is going to be that high quality. But like he explained, um, you know, not from a performance-enhancing perspective, it's all for the anti-aging. It's for anti-aging, and, yeah. And, uh, and also the, the BPC-157, the, you know, for um, connective tissue and... Uh, and the TB-500. TB-500 mm-hmm. for those injuries and, um, you know, uh, healing, uh, uh, speeding up that uh, healing process. I mean, it would be uh, advantageous and efficacious efficacious to use those if you if, if you could absolutely um all right well that's been another one thank you very much for your listenership mm-hmm. and uh, we'll talk to you again very soon thanks cam <laughs>